Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Grace, Peace, and Balance podcast by Gabby Abdel Gadir. This is episode 110, and today I have a beautiful soul for you who's going to share with you her experience. I will be posting her bio both on Podbean and on YouTube channel. So please do get in touch with her and order her book, which will also be posted. So her name is Nikki Cuesta. Did I say it right? That is correct. Okay, so here is her bio. Nikki Cuesta was born and raised in Chicago, Illinois, for the first 20 years of her life. Now resides in in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, since 2002. She moved with the courage to build a new life. She got her first big break in corporate America with no background experience as a rep for a medical insurance company. She devoted her life to training and creating simple ways for her team to tackle their daily tasks. After 15 years with a strong desire to be her own boss, she finally gave herself permission to succeed in 2020 during the time of unease and uncertainty. It it only took the power of faith and a mindset shift, I love that, to pursue her current and future success. Nikki is now the founder and creator of Nikki's Lifestyle Club, NCPA Notary, Kickstart Notary Master Course and Building a Leadership Mindset. Nikki started by taking a self-inventory analysis of the last 15 years of her life. She started to adopt new habits, new ways to communicate, a new perspective of why she is being led to her calling. Through that process, she developed a guide of 13 mindsets to give yourself permission to succeed, which is the title of this uh, podcast, which is also the subtitle of her book, Building a Leadership Mindset, and has created a 13-week course, Create Success. This book will take you through the ins and outs on how she paved the way for herself and how you can too. Absolutely beautiful. Welcome to my podcast, Nikki. Thank you, Gabby, so much for having me. I'm super excited on the journey that I'm currently entering um, after such life-changing moments throughout my life and just making sure that my message, my story gets out there and just sharing with the world exactly what you can do to change the trajectory of your life as well. So thank you so much for having me here. Can't wait to get into the meat and potatoes of what we're about to talk about. I know. I always like to hear people a little to share their stories of growing up. What were you like growing up and how did you get into the corporate world? So yeah. Oh, growing up, I had huge families. My mom's side of the family, my grandmother and my grandfather on my mom's side had the Brady Bunch. So it was three girls, three boys. They all had two children apiece. So it was like, well, one passed away early on in age, but out of the five that were left, they all had two kids, which was a boy and a girl, kind of interesting. So I really grew up with that part of the family. And then on my dad's side, they had the Brady Bunch plus two. So it was four girls, four boys, and they all had massive, you know, two or three kids. Uh, So my family was very huge. They were very tight knit. Uh, 
Um, we really didn't really need friends if we didn't want them because there was so much of us growing up. Everyone really kind of shared uh, different visions, different perspectives. So not only did I have one mom, I had five, you know, things like that. Yeah. And uh, growing up just in, you know, not the richest, you know, definitely humbled beginnings for sure. Going to many schools. So I always had the challenge of meeting new people every two or three years. So I never really stood in one spot. Um, had just uh, the presence of being able to learn different cultures, different lifestyles, different things growing up. And I really enjoyed that progression in my life throughout my years. Definitely seen some traumatic things happen when it comes to losing family members, you know, lost my grandmother at a very early age, I was 12, which is my mom's mom. Uh, when that kind of happened, our family kind of slid up, they kind of went their separate ways. Aww. And um, we have, you know, a lot of my family reside in Las Vegas, like all my mom's brothers and sisters are in Vegas. And my mom's the only one here. So there's no aunts or uncles uh, in Chicago anymore, except some cousins and things of that nature. But I have family all over Florida, Puerto Rico, Jersey. I, I can't even think where else, but we're kind of spread out. Yeah. Uh, we still keep in contact. So I do love that everyone's on their own journey, just being able to continue to share that. And I love Facebook because of that, because um, it's so funny, just quick story. I had a an event, we had like kind of a family reunion for a uh, quinceanera, which in our culture is when they celebrate a young woman at the age of 15. And our family kind of reunited and I hadn't seen cousins for like 20 years. And you know, oh, they wow. all have kids. Yeah. And I told my cousin, you're gonna have to put like name tags. I was, you know, established on this date. <laughs> and these are my parents. So I know whose kids were who. Yeah. But um, still having that connection was very good. So I went through high school and my mom, since she had lost her dad, uh, I'm sorry, since she had lost her mom, her mom in 94, her dad was still alive and he lived in Philadelphia. So her and my stepdad came down for a three week vacation. And it was like my senior year, it was May of 2000. And she comes home and she's like, pack your bags, we're moving to Philadelphia in August. And we were looking, me and my siblings were looking at her like, are you insane? Like, how can you do this to us? Like, we have our family, our friends, our jobs. And we just initially didn't go. We gave them their our blessings that, you know, they can go and do it. We stood with the apartment. But after a year, I said, you know what? I, I'm just working. I'm really not doing anything. I didn't go straight to college. I didn't really do anything um, productive. So I just said one day, after a visit here, I said, you know what, let me just start fresh. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. So that was the beginning, beginning. of that. And um, I just, uh, when I came here, I, I worked at like gas stations and um, retail stores. All my background was either at fast food, retail. Um, so I got with my spouse we've been together almost 20 years um oh, in wow. september will be 20 years and when we got together she told me hey you should you know go to job corps you know do something instead of just working at these gas stations so i 
took it into consideration. I enrolled, got accepted. It was supposed to be an 18 week course, uh, 18 month course. And I actually graduated within eight months. Oh, wow. I interned for them. I was, I did business technology, which is, I got certified in Excel, Microsoft, and just anything that had to do with, you know, technology, the process. Yeah. Anything that had to do with technology quickly went to, to CCP, which is community college of Philadelphia, took a business course there. And in 2000, this was in 2000. Three in 2004, my adopted dad, who had given me his last name at the age of six months, he had passed away from a liver disease. So I had to go back to Chicago, go to my hometown and kind of settle his affairs with my brother. Uh, During that time, I found out that my brother was hanging out with the wrong crowd and got mixed up with an addiction problem. So we had some issues there. And, um, you know, I, then my aunt invited me to Vegas cause she was also, uh, transferring her business. She does hair restoration for men. So she was transferring her business from Chicago to Las Vegas, but she needed to get like her credit card machines and order her website, all her files to be according. And she knew I had started a business course and she flew me out there, lived in Vegas for four months, kind of square things away. But then again, I was missing mom, missing home and still wanted to work on me. So came back in 2004, me and myself at that time, we did a business program. And we wanted, you know, laid out a business plan and a whole idea which has not come to fruition yet, but we will not share the details because it's still a dream that we want to get out there. So that's something that's still in the works. But you know, then I got pregnant with my son at age 22, had him at 23. And I kind of just needed a break. I needed, you know, something a little bit more tangible, more stable. So uh, I I heard about a health plan that was uh, hiring, um, but they were looking for experienced people. They I didn't get the referral that, you know, I asked for like, hey, can you put in a good word? So I again took that leap of courage and just applied and they called me, had an interview and I guess my personality kind of just won them over and they did give me a chance. And that's, you know, for the next 15 years, I kind of soaked everything up, created different things. Newsletters became part of a Uh, movement in, you know, building morale within the company and our department became a trainer for new hires, which gave me my passion to not only speak, but to be able to motivate, inspire. Yeah, definitely. I I definitely enjoy that. And then also learn like different styles, how people learn, you know, why people think the way they think, why they think that they can't really do something if they don't give it a chance. So incorporated just motivation and stuff like that. So, but I never got, you know, I went back to college, got my associate's degree in health information technology, thought that they were going to have to drag me out of this company. But, you know, I got one promotion out of that. It was definitely a blessing, which actually gave me a more hands-on with a group of people that I was managing, but I never got the title. I never got a 
title I felt I deserved. Um, I wasn't not, you know, being in the healthcare industry, I was not going to go back to get a master's in like nursing or anything like that, because that just really wasn't my field. But again, I worked with amazing people, amazing management team. It's just whatever the hierarchy from the company that just did not see fit. But I, I truly believe that it, it was all God's will. If I had a title or a position, it would, it would have been harder for me to leave. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So fast forward to 2020, when it all really hit me was I had already my real estate license, didn't really do anything with that. Cause again, I, I worked 60, 80 hours a week and just didn't have time to like train myself to kind of focus on the marketing portion on everything that I'm doing now in my networking business, which is my lifestyle club that I started February of 2020 with a company called secret. And it's a multi-level marketing where they provide skincare, healthcare and travel, which I absolutely love. Definitely have invested in a lot of self-development training, which has grew me even bigger and even a bigger passion to want to continue to motivate others so that they can build their businesses and, you know, anything, whether it's with me or something else, just my level of experience and just going through the motions through everything I did, I just captured and researched and put it all in one place and just um, definitely nourish that to continue to make it my own. Um, So with that being said, I then Uh, took a notary course. Um, It was in the middle of the pandemic. Interest rates were really, really low. And my aunt was like, you need to, because she's also a realtor and a a notary. And I'm named after her, Nikki, which is not really her real name. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy because all my aunts and uncles from my mom's side, I guess they didn't like the the birth names they were given. So they all have nicknames and us, our cousins, we didn't even know what their names were until like we were in our teens. Mm -hmm. So we're like, oh my God, we have so many aliases. It's crazy. But um, so she really motivated me. And what she didn't know was that I already had purchased the course like a month before, never told her about it. And she comes for visits to Jersey every so often. So 2020 April came and she's like, hey, you know, my notary businesses. And I was wondering, like, how can you come out here for a month and help your daughter out? And, you know, how are you making money? And she told me how much she was making. And I'm like, oh, well, I have a notary course. I need to get commissioned. I need to get started. So I did. And in July of 2020, I was fully commissioned and. I was like, oh my God, I started getting assignments. All of this is assignments. during COVID? All of this is during COVID. Started oh my my, um, my lifestyle club, my notary, and um, got commissioned. And I was starting to get assignments, starting to get things to go out, but they were all during work hours, nine to yeah. five. So I really couldn't adjust. And I'm seeing like offers for like $85, $100, $125 for an hour of my time. Like, and I'm sitting here, you know, for hours, you know? So in September, I said, you know what, I'm going to take a week off vacation. I'm going to accept all the assignments in that week, control my schedule. And that's when I was taking inventory. Like, can I really do it? Is What is the risk? And, you know, I'm tied to all of this stuff in this company. I'm not getting, you know, I'm, I've reached a cap. I don't see myself moving forward. There were layoffs happening left and right. I was 
crossing my fingers that I would be left laid off with the severance package, but I knew they were never going to do that. So I had to, you know, really decipher and make that decision. Like, can I really do this? And I knew I had it in me. I've always had that entrepreneurial spirit. Like I said, back in 2000, I had already started or 2002, I had already started that process with a particular business. So just knowing the ins and outs, I was like, okay, you know what? I can market, you know, I have supporters. Let me just go full in, did my vacation, told my management team, hey, this is what I'm looking to do. I can't guarantee if I'm going to stay till the end of the year. You know, of course they were upset. Like, what are we going to do without you and stuff like that? So it really felt like I was really at a, in a challenge because I have this team that counts on me for everything. And, you know, I love them to death personally, because we had relationships outside of work. You know, do I really let them down with a project that I'm working on? Or do I really go for my dreams? Um, Do I want to, you know, just sit behind a desk all day? Am I really using my talents? Am I exploring every ability that I have and I'm changing lives. And that's really what I want to do. Right. Mm -hmm. So I go on this week vacation and I take a couple jobs. I'm able to do certain things that I'm not able to do during the week. Mm -hmm. And I come in that Monday morning and I submit my resignation. What did you do? How much money did you make in that one week? Oh my God. Just for a week. I think I made like, 1300. So it's all non tax. Um, I did about, I want to say just eight signings, you break them down to a day, they were fluctuating um, on pricing. So it came out to about 1300. Wow. Um, so imagine that. <laughs> yeah, so my, so it was like, it's a no brainer, I can yeah. now, you know, focus on my lifestyle club. And then the next year after that, so I resigned in October of 2020 and I went full out. I started traveling more. I decided to, um, the next year, um, as I was building my notary business, I think the maximum I made in a month, maybe was like 6,300. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah. So, and then I still had time to do so much things in between. So yeah. now I'm in control of my own time. I'm able to take my son to and from school. I'm able to have time for myself, for my um, meditation, for my self-care, for, you know, my mom, my dad, they're getting a little bit older. Now I can, you know, do things for them. I'm not, again, asking someone if I can take time to do those things that are important to me or things that I need to handle. So that was really, and I even said to myself that I don't care if I make as much as I was making or even less, it was just the peace of mind that I was looking for, knowing that I was now in control and I didn't yes. have to ask permission. So I give myself permission. So that's where all that kind of came to play. So then the next year I was able to go on five vacations in one year, Bahamas being one, you know, this new lifestyle, this new, yeah. you know, sense of freedom And just really sharing that, how, you know, things have been changed in my life because I just made that one decision. I didn't keep what we are expected to do as normal because in that transition, my spouse was really like not supportive of my decision because she was like, 
are you crazy? Like you, you've been there for so long, you've invested so much time, you know, they, they love you there. You have freedom. Like you really can, who, you know, who said that my spouse. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like we were, you know, this is consistent income every, you know, whether yeah. it was weekly, two weeks, and there was a lot of overtime, you know, it was just the scarcity of losing that normal. Yeah. And the unexpected was now presented. And I was okay, because I knew what I was capable of, as long as I continue on my journey. And my vision has the last two years been peachy? Absolutely not. Because you have things that yeah. are going to, to challenge you. But as long as you have things in order and strategies in order, and that's what I created in my book, um, which is called Building a Leadership Mindset, which I had started. And it's so funny, Gabby, I started that YouTube channel in 2020, did one video and never touched it again. Yeah. And then now, like me. Yeah. yes, fast forward to 2022, connecting with, through my lifestyle club, because we're networking, got in touch with Joshua Ortega, whose family, who introduced me to Emilio Roman and Daniela Roman. And, you know, they with the co-author network and AMA, they introduced the possibility of a book of writing my story and how I was able to do that, which a crazy thing is, is that I've always, I've wrote my goals every year for, since I was a young girl was that I want to write a book by the age of 40. Oh, this year I turned 40. My oh. book launches in January. Yeah. So to know that I'm going to be able to check that off. Well, I have, have already checked it off, off my yeah. list. So that is just amazing. And then connecting with the Connected Leaders Academy. I met you. Yeah. Um, I, it was amazing when as soon as I did my speech, uh, you instantly messaged me and said, I Hey, did. let's connect. Let's have a virtual coffee. It was, I was beautiful. So you it was <laughs> beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So that's actually what's been happening since 2020. And it's yeah. been not, I have not regret any second of it, even through the bad times. Wow. You are like incredible, persistent. So now what happened with the real estate then? So the real estate, um, what I did was I, I went through one transaction, which never closed. Uh, it, there was so much paperwork and I'm not saying that I couldn't do it, but again, I did not have the passion to do it because I didn't have the time. Okay. So again, working the overtime, I kind of still kept it. Um, I do referrals now. So if someone wanted to sell their home or buy a home, I could refer them to an agent and just make passive income that way okay. so that I'm not in the trenches actually doing the paperwork or anything like that. So I always keep it in my back pocket just in case for family and friends. But again, I don't see myself. I love showing houses because I, yeah. you know, did some uh, in the past. They're amazing. Uh but I, I just need to be more in touch on a motivational level, on a yeah. business level, on let's create your hopes and dreams type of level. So uh, that's kind of where I went from that. Okay. So when you thinking lifestyles, notary, mindset, which one is on top of the list for you? It's very, it's Ooh. a very hard question because I could it see you're is. very passionate about all of them, but. <laughs> 
if you had to choose one, which one would it be? Which one oh would be God. at the top of the list? So I, I'm going to be a hundred percent transparent. It would definitely be mindset, but I interchange them together. So it's yeah. the lifestyle. I actually add that um, as a membership with my notary and my my new course, my create success, because when you are creating a business and you have a lifestyle club that can offer additional services to your business, daily deal savings, as you know, if I'm creating other leaders, coaches, speakers, and anything that they want to manifest in their life, they're going to need to be traveling, right? Yeah, they can have discounts to car rentals, hotels, vacations, they need to get away to celebrate all their wins. So why not just mush them all together? I don't see them uh, not needing each other. I definitely see them needing each other. So to integrate them, but if it would be, it would definitely be, um, mindset, mindset, mindset for sure. Be on top of the list. Okay. It you, would do, be on. When I have heard about lifestyle, like so many times, I think it's a very great place to be for sure. But, uh, my question would be, do, do, do you get speakers or, personal development or mindset teachers like or speakers through lifestyle oh absolutely we have a whole training uh, development we have four national trainings a year around the world so not only do you get to experience a new state a new country or anything you're with other like-minded people that have been through the business world through the training and we have the Michael Jordan of training, which is Marcus Seta, who has definitely poured into developing who I am today. So mm-hmm. I have to give great kudos to him and those that, you know, follow behind him that I have, you know, taken interest to. I just uh, started something with Daniel Gomez that I found through the CLA, which is pretty exciting. And I, I look forward to, I believe that personal growth never stops and looking at it, whether it's a coach doing the same thing that I'm doing, I'm always open to learning. So yeah. learning different styles, cause I do things my way, but there's other people that you can, you know, kind of incorporate, incorporate the things that you learn. And that's what I've done. I, you know, I've invested lots of, I think over 20 grand already within the last two years, just on my personal development and created things that were just, common to me that helped me grow so definitely and that's a lifestyle that's a lifestyle all in itself because you really have to have the discipline to get into these programs and these courses and really put those things to action if you're just investing your money and your time and you're just pushing the material away that's not going to add any value and i really want to connect with people that are really looking for that change really looking for that next step in their lives yeah absolutely yeah i beat you on that because i have spent over sixty thousand dollars on personal growth training and leadership like i was addicted even now like you saw, I think you must have seen on CLA, I posted the latest certification that I got, clearing negative thinking, clearing negativity, right? So uh, I never stop learning. I'm always into, well, things show up in my inbox because I 
I have a lot of things that show up on my email. Hey House Radio is one of them. I get a lot through Hey House Radio. Mind Valley is one of them. I get a lot through Mind Valley. Uh, so we should never, ever stop learning, no matter how good we are on what we do, no matter how professional we become, how good we become, still we need to continue learning and reading. Books also have changed my life big time. If I 100% agree. The on, yeah, the only person who beats me when it comes to books is Jose Escobar. Oh <laughs> I my. think he kind of beats a lot of us. I know, um, seriously. Like I thought I was crazy. My people thought I was crazy. But Jose, you see all that shelf. And he said, this is the second part. Because inside, when you remove this, the first shelf, there is books behind it. Can you imagine wow. how many of you are? How many books wow. he has? That is. And no did point. you? And did you see his picture? I think he posted it on Facebook, where there's like stacks on his desk as well, while he's you know doing um yeah. Yeah. the CLA calls. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. And the, yeah, that he does that, and then there are books still he hasn't opened. He has ordered and he hasn't opened yet. So I think. From my knowledge, from my experience, when it comes to books, nobody beats Jose Escobar. So, yeah, but I am a book addict for as long as I remember as a child. I used to read a lot of fiction books and I liked uh, documentary books. But for the last 20 years uh, plus, I focused on leadership and personal growth. And for the last six years or so, I focused on spirituality. Yeah, so nice. you know they are the spiritual spirituality, you know, learning uh, the meditation, anything spiritual like the Dr. Wayne Dyers, the Louise Hayes, um, the Deepak Chopra's, like I like those all the spiritual stuff. So um, I have focused on that because it keeps me sane. Um, it changes you as a person when you really uh, listen to spiritual teachers, leaders, or you read books, it just keeps you sane because life can be very hard, especially since COVID. Um, I know you had a good two years, though, like during <laughs> COVID, you had a very successful two years. I think yes, it was yes. good. The first first couple of months, few months was good. But after that, it became really boring to be locked out. So like uh, I think Canada, we had it the worst than you guys in the U.S., uh, yeah. We had, yeah, we were locked down for the longest period and it became insane. Uh, for me, it was fine. But for the younger generation, I think it was very depressing. Uh, so a lot of kids went through major depression and anxiety because they can't hang out with their friends anymore. They can't do anything. They were yeah. like stuck in social media all day long. So that was not very healthy. Anyway, I hope that doesn't happen again. Uh, so yes, that's that but you had a, I know but you had a very good and productive uh, COVID years I have to say yes so there was only really three options during COVID yeah. you either you either sat back and waited yeah to see if it went away yeah you complained about it yeah. or you took it and used it to your advantage and make something remarkable yeah to to help others. So I've seen a lot of that, especially in my circle and people that, you know, thought wouldn't build businesses or even think about the process of leaving their jobs. So 
to see that I was going through my journey in that same company. And after I left to see other people go and start even bigger things that they could imagine was definitely a, a confirmation that I was doing exactly what I was supposed to be doing. So those were the only three options we had during COVID. Yeah. So what was the, like when you did all that during COVID, what was the reaction of your like uh, family and your cousins and all that? Do they have any idea what you're up to? Um, so, yeah, they do. They kind of um, well, right now they're starting to see the growth. At first, it was like, oh, OK, she's starting something new. And some were saying, oh, my God, I'm so happy for you. That's amazing. Uh, because I do have three ventures that are you know, definitely thriving. They're like, yeah, okay, I don't know which one to support. Yeah. I don't know which one, you know, what, what is Nikki doing this week? Right. Um, but I I'm true to what I believe in what I've already invested in. I, these three are, uh, my babies. Um, they will be more in the future that I'm looking for. I'm actually working on a project with my son to which I hired for the summer on some graphics and some designing for me. So building a leadership mindset is actually going to go out to the youth come 2024 is our go. We're going to start working on that project next year because we want our next generation to be prepared to become entrepreneurs by the time they are ready to get out of high school. And that's really our go, kind of teaching them young. We want to focus on 10 to 18, kind of get them off the streets, away from the violence. Uh, just knowing that there is a purpose on why they were brought to this world. Uh, God makes no mistakes. Um, We beat out 5 billion sperms to get here. Um, So there, that is no mistake. There's a purpose and a reason. And I just want to get that out there to the masses. So when I came up with this idea for, um, to my son, because again, we do like team you know, meetings and stuff like that. You just kind of get him involved and kind of just see where his mind is at. And as an artist and him now, you know, making, you know, some money on the side, you know, selling his art pieces and stuff like that, which I want to start copywriting and, um, you know, doing all that for him. But he has the same vision. You know, he sees mom, he's traveled with me with my lifestyle club. He sees how those trainings are. He wants to join that. Uh, So that's always a blessing to be able to partner and be that role model for him. And he's my big why anyway. So that's even amazing that he's, you know, just uh, accepting all of that. And he actually has senior pictures tomorrow that I have to take him to. So I'm super excited. You know, he's finally getting out of high school. He can put more time into his craft. Um, College is an option. But again, if he can go directly into his entrepreneurial uh, talents, uh, I will promote that as well. Yeah, fantastic. I have seen a couple of his art and I'm sure he's done a lot more since you sent me those. And yeah, he's done a lot. So he's definitely very, very talented. And uh, talking about the entrepreneur for the next generation, my son, who is now 22, he one said to me, I came very exhausted from work. I think it was several years ago. And then he goes to me, mom, I refuse to spend the rest of my life making rich people richer. 
Oh, I uh, love when, that. Yeah, that is like, I think he must have been 17 or something when he said that. And, and then I told him, what are you going to do? Then he goes to me, time will tell. But I refuse to spend the rest of my life working for somebody else like you. Oh, my God. Like, that hits me like a brick, Nikki. Yeah. And he is so right, right? So because I did always part-time my passion, but this is my passion is to do it full-time. And uh, things happened, like, you know, there is civil war going on back home and uh, a lot of people need help. And uh, there is a lot going on that I don't talk about. Uh, you know, I like people to just see that Gabby, the happy-go-lucky, although I am a crier, I do cry. But... <laughs> I'm a crier with you. I cry on deal or no deal. Uh, so... Are you serious right now? <laughs> yeah, I think there was one lady, she was from Africa. She was doing her deal or no deal. And um, I think they had asked her, like, what would you do with the funds, you know, if you win, like, the big money? And she was like, I would love for my mom to come to the States. And they had, like, photos from back in the day with her and her mom and stuff like that and then the video went to the live audience and her mom was in the audience i was done oh my i God. was she done i was like it. oh my god yeah so i kind of put myself in actors and characters okay, positions okay. when they're going through these things so yes i'm definitely a crier very emotional um but that's where my passion comes from I know. So me, like uh, when I was in the Middle East, just before I came to Canada, so the Lion King came out. So my close friend's daughter, who was nine at the time, she her mom wouldn't even think about going to watch a cartoon character. I do. I wasn't even married. I had no child at the time. And then she calls me. She goes to me, can you please, auntie, take go with me, take me to the movie? I told her, sure. So I told her, when do you want to go? Like today, today? Okay. I just took her and went, guess who was bawling their eyes out when Simba's dad passes away? Like when, you know, The Lion King, have you watched it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I watched it three, four times, okay? And then I was just bawling my eyes out. And then she's nine. She didn't cry. She goes home. The first thing she does, what? She tells her mom. Her mm -hmm. mom picks up the phone. She tells the rest of my friends. I became the joke of the century Aww. of Gabby who cries over a cartoon film. But the story, right? The story yeah. was so sad. It was captivating. And then I ended up watching it with my son so many times after I had a child and things like that. But yeah, I am a crier. But also, I don't like to talk a lot about what I go through. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, I did write my book. My first book was about my story, and that's condensed. There are certain things I just didn't want to write even about them, but there is a lot of hardship that's explained in that book. Um, yeah, but yeah, talking about entrepreneurship, I think a lot of the young generation now, they're like either their online business, like you said, they're creating something. My son creates music. Um, yeah yeah creates music they're into something they yeah, simply definitely the limit exactly they simply a lot of them they simply cannot even fathom the thought of being in a job mm -hmm. for the rest of their life yeah. so i wish somebody had told us these things like growing up like when we were little right so we would Agreed. to take i know the things <laughs> life would be different right now it's like you need to get a job and you need to get your act together you need to say 
save 10% of your income. And uh, that was all we learned growing up, right? Yeah. So anyway, yeah, so that's that. So talk to me. Now your book is on pre-order. Yeah. Did you do the book first or the course first? You have an online course. You have created an online course. Which one did you do first? So I did the book and the course kind of entwined. Okay. together because I it, it formulated that way the same way I did for uh, my notary after doing it for two years I just started getting a lot of calls like hey Nick I see you know notaries big you know how do you get started so I set up a template and I just shot out emails like tw- two or three times a day for weeks and then I was like wait you know, they're going to go in, they're going to come back, they're going to ask questions. And I've been through some crazy things for the past two years. Let me prepare them to go because I know what the courses consist of, and they don't give you the A to Z. It's a kind of trial and error. Why not be that coach that's going to prepare them from day one. So that's how I created my course. So this time around, when I started thinking about mindset and motivation and speaking and things like that, I said, let me put the book together and let me create the course at the same time, which kind of helped each other out. So mm-hmm. it was amazing. So they, so you worked on them together, writing a chapter and doing a course and then the next chapter Correct. and then like that. Excellent. My goodness. I yeah, because I, I, created, I created strategies within each chapter that kind of went through daily routines that they can adopt into their daily lives so that they can stay on course throughout the 13 weeks and then beyond that. So amazing, incredible. Oh my God, you are incredible. You are the first person that I know. Well, I, I hope nobody gets upset with me saying this, but that actually done a lot during COVID. I know that a lot of people may have done, but you did incredible during this time, this tough time. So good for you. Good those to you. Um, And I think we are on time now. But before we get to your last word, I would like to ask you, I ask this to everybody. If you had to visit three countries before you die, what countries would they be? countries um hopefully i know (laughs) the countries i definitely want to uh visit uh asia because my son wants to go to japan okay and i definitely want to visit africa and i want to visit africa is a continent so which countries would you think in um I don't, I'm not good with geographic, okay. so okay. give me some okay. options. <laughs> Anywhere, like, okay, let's say South Africa, Kenya, Nigeria, Ghana, uh, Ethiopia, Sudan, um, Egypt. So, oh, definitely Egypt. We were yeah. actually supposed to go in 2021, February of 2021. Again, that was COVID yeah. issues. So, um, and... So yeah, so definitely it would be Egypt for sure. Mm-hmm. And we do actually have some escapes that are in Africa. So I just have to look at exactly where it is uh, through our travel club that they have. I, I believe it's in August or September, but they'll have more as the years go on, yeah. of course. Yeah. And then um, another country 
would be South America. I definitely want to go through all of those, uh, Colombia, and, like uh, Brazil, Colombia, Spain, and all of that, because I'm from the islands of Puerto Rico. But I definitely want to uh, definitely go to South America for sure. Okay, yeah, me too. I have never been <laughs> to any of them. Uh, so now I, where I, where I work, there are a lot of Latinos, but they're mixed, right? Puerto Rican and Mexican, and uh, they tease each other, but they speak the same language. So each one yeah, of well, them the dialect is different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, the accent could be different, but you always see them like if I tell them, oh, did you do this? They go, see. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So they're, they're like simply the best. So, and then they say, oh, Gabby, you have to visit Colombia. You must come to Colombia. My mom would love you. You know, things like that, right? Like, so, yeah. So I just would love to go one day. And then there are people who do a lot of meditation retreats. Mm. So I would love to combine a meditation retreat with a uh, tourism at the same time in, in one of those starts with somewhere. That's starts awesome. Somewhere. I know that is that. So, okay, that's beautiful. And then if you had to fulfill one dream before you die that you haven't fulfilled already, but there is one dream that you would love to fulfill before you die, what would it be? One dream. One dream yeah. is to speak at in front of 50,000 people. Oh. oh, would you go if it is in Australia? Would you go? Who did I ask that question? I did. It doesn't matter where it's at. I want to speak to 50,000 50, people, people in one room. And even if I change one person's mind on giving themselves permission to succeed, I will be satisfied with that. That is absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much. Okay, what's your last word for listeners? Um, so my last words is definitely visit my website if you want to know more about my book and my program, which is www.buildingaleadershipmindset.com. It's never too late to fulfill those desires that you want, never doubt your capability, never accept someone else's opinion on, oh my on what your dreams are. You nailed it. Yeah. Yes. And just, you will never know. I would rather fail than know that no is a guarantee, right? I would rather try see what happens because if it is great and big and wonderful, you are going to be happy. If it kind of works for a little while, you have the opportunities to tweak, to change and to still make it big and be satisfied. So, but if you never try, it's always going to be a no, that's just a guaranteed Absolutely. no. Absolutely. So I just want to leave you with that. And I would hope and love to connect with each and every listener in some capacity, even if it's just for a consultation, just to kind of know a little bit more about who I am and what mission I'm on and how to collaborate uh, for any future projects based on what you have heard this evening. So I am super excited. Thank you again, Gabby. You have been amazing since Thank day you. one Thank you love so. uh conversating with you we're definitely in alignment as far as what our Absolutely. you know our hopes are for our next generation and Amen. the future of our world so thank you
Thank you so much, my God. That was beautiful. Thank you so much. And uh, for everybody, I'll be posting her bio, like I said, everywhere. Please do get in touch with her and also pre-order her book. You will not regret it. You heard her, you saw her. She's incredible. So until the next episode, stay blessed. Wishing you grace, peace, and balance. Thank you.